Yeah, so Brandon, what's hey. up, man? It's been uh, been about three weeks, I think, yep. since we talked, or since we've done a pod, at least. Um, what's up? We what's took, new? What you been up to? Well, we took a week off because things were pretty heavy last Thursday <laughs> uh, for a couple of reasons that we'll get to in this in this conversation. Um, but one of the things are have to do with what I've been up to, and that's finishing a a, a short documentary that I had premiere. What day is it? Thursday. So two nights ago, I had it premiere on my on this on this YouTube channel. So maybe some of the people watching this have already seen it. Um, it was about my documentary, uh, or it was my documentary about uh, people who still fly Trump flags, and I don't know. Some would consider that a peculiar phenomenon. Some would say that's right. They should. Right? <laughs> it, it's 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 funny because it's so prevalent. So it's not like a documentary about say oh i don't know people who put little people who put those big put those ships inside those jars oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know it's not like a real niche thing like people who are really good at pac-man or something like that it's um there's a lot of people that do this still if you drive the rural areas maybe in oklahoma but minnesota yeah, and so i saw people flying these flags after the election and i thought so um i talked to them and and that's my that's my short documentary about them yeah, I, you know, there's a being kind of a liberal Democrat, I'll go ahead and say, surprise, surprise. I, you know, it, I've helped Brandon with a lot of different projects editing wise, but whenever he's had Trump related stuff, it's just something that I, I can't, when you're editing, you spend hours and hours staring at video and listening to the audio mm -hmm. and everything. And I just somehow I just couldn't immerse myself enough in that world to focus. So he's done these, you know, uh, without me. Uh, so, but anyway, but I, but I did, I watched it, you know, right, I don't know, a couple hours ago, and I have some, some, mm -hmm. you know, some interesting thoughts. I think we're going to get to that uh, later on. So anything else been going on uh, with you? The thing is, is when I have a deadline for something like that, I'm, I'm a procrastinator and mm -hmm. I, it's funny, like you, you, you'll, you'll know, like say in a month or four weeks or like three weeks or two weeks that you have something happening. Right. And it's, I'm not, I'm just not naturally good at, and I don't know if anyone really is. It's like, it's like people say, I'm not good with names. Well, very few people are, most people have to practice at it to get good at it. And maybe this is the same way. Maybe I just haven't practiced enough. Um, but I just don't feel the heat until I can really feel the, the date, like days away. I'm with if it's you. a month away, that's just like, it might as well be a year. It's, I don't well, know. You know. They say, and I, I found that I'm wired that way. I need deadlines. I mean, there's a quote that I right. love. Uh, pressure burst pipes or makes diamonds and oh. i mean it can go sideways it can go wrong like but a lot of yeah. times when you have the deadlines that's when you make the most beautiful stuff because if you just kind of you know if you start a month out you almost get the chance to overthink things and i think most the most creative things kind of come in the moment and and if you have too much time you just kind of you know so yeah kind of in a similar way i've had this big project that i've kind of had out um, oh yeah just out there way out there mm -hmm. to be done and i was kind of waiting on someone else to bring give me materials and i finally uh -huh. got them and this week kind of like you i mean i was up till four o'clock the other night and then i got up at six or seven and then i stayed i mean it, it's been crazy and when i'm the videos have been coming out pretty great uh, i've got a couple well, more why don't you explain what it is real quick yeah so last year uh you know a lot of people a lot a lot of groups who would gather you know couldn't because of covid related reasons and this Let's see, I think it was around this time last year. There's, there's an organization here in Oklahoma called Oklahoma Arts Institute. 
And they normally have this camp where a lot of high school kids go out there, you know, and focus on different types of artistic things, um, acting, music, you know, uh, theater, just different well, acting and theater, same thing. Anyway, they couldn't do that. So what they did is they uh, they decided as a whole, they would get their members um, to sing a song, record themselves singing, and then make a video of it. So mm -hmm. I was the editor on that project, and it was a lot of fun, and the video turned out really well. And word kind of spread that that's kind of something I do. So this big group, the Oklahoma Music Education Association, um, they reached out to me and they had 14 different videos they wanted made. Uh, mm. Some were children's choirs, some were mixed choirs, uh, some were orchestras, symphonic bands, jazz bands, and these are students all over the state of Oklahoma. Anyway, so some of the groups had up to 200 people in them. And I mean, as in someone who edits, think about how to edit 200 people into one video. So you had, so you had 200 videos that you had to put into one video? Each video contained a range of 20 people to 200 people. So there were probably four videos at 200 people. And it was almost a, a, a level of, of um, what is it? Uh, figuring out the physics of how to do it before, you know, how to construct it. Like, as much as it was to just edit the actual images and yeah you gotta like conceive of how to how to put it together did you have so if there was a 20 person group did you have them all on one video or was it 20 individual videos 20 individual videos and you had one group that was 200 individual videos groups over 200 just, how would you even okay yeah i mean now yeah, we won't get it yeah yeah so we're, we're getting we're gonna we're about to get really nerdy into editing but but, but without getting technical too technical you had you 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 received 200 different videos for one, one particular mm -hmm. project yep and then you had to put those 200 videos into one where they all play in unison or sing I, in unison yes in unison wow and and this so for instance an orchestra the trombone section, I have to have them on. I can't really have them on when they're not playing. So I have to figure out, it, it's been it's been crazy. I mean, I'm looking at myself in this, and my, I have these big bags under my eyes and I think, man, I earned those bags. Uh, but uh, I have an audio guy, or I don't have, yeah. there's an audio guy I'm working with who um, is doing that side of it. So we've been kind of working back and forth, just staying up late, but maybe next time we're on, I can, uh, they're going to do some sort of release party um, after that's done. I'll play one of them because, I mean, it's kind of crazy. And the amazing, the talent of these kids, that's, that's, I mean, I, that's, it's crazy. It's just crazy how good some of these sound, how intricate the pieces are. So that's. Yeah. Yeah. On. You know, when you explore different worlds, you are very impressed. This is just a general observation I've made. Like you could watch, you could go to a chess camp and realize every eight-year-old there would kick my butt, right? <laughs> yeah. You could go to um, whatever, a geography bee, a spelling bee, any of these art camps, and you would see kids doing stuff that would just blow your mind. And mm -hmm. and then this is just one city in one state, right? So one in city, one yeah. country, it's, it's amazing how specialized people have gotten. Um, and you know, that, that goes for you too. Like uh, people don't know how much there is say if they sat down you and sat down and watched you edit this then they would say like oh this guy's a, <laughs> you know this is incredible yeah. but like it, it's it's the topic of do you get good do you get good at a lot of things or great 
at a couple or one thing, mm. you know, and yeah. in some ways it's, it's best to specialize because that's how you're going to make it to the top of, of, of whatever it is that you really want to get great at. Mm. But, you know, if you're going to be a business owner, um, then you got to be good at a lot of things. You know, yeah. you got to know numbers, you got to know finance, you got to know management if you have employees, customer service, you know, you, all that stuff. So um, it, it really depends where you go. And I've heard it both ways and there's probably truth to both. And I suppose we just got to keep balancing what we, you know, what we juggle. I think the key is the, is to choose, th choose a number of things or one yeah. thing and not get too, I have, I have a problem with getting too spread out, whether it's projects or whether it's, I mean, I have a language app on my phone where I'm gonna learn Russian. And it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought it last year during lockdown. I, I yeah. bought a lifetime supply, a lifetime membership of um, this language app. Duolingo, and is that what it is? It's not Duolingo, I've had that one though. It's um it's Babbel. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And they have, you know, like a, a few languages you can have on there. And, and I, I, I don't know why I'm intrigued by Russia because it's got this troubled and almost, I don't know, dingy pass or something and dramatic. Yeah. And um, all their literature is so heavy and dark. And there was, I knew anyway. a guy who worked for, um, he worked for the state department and he spent time over in Russia, learned Russian. I mean, now last time wow. he was in Central America, but before that he was in Russia wow. and he learned the language. It, I remember just talking to him about it and it was, you know how when you bring up, let's say you bring up to me lemon meringue pie. I love, I love lemon meringue pie. My attitude is going to perk up. I'm going to, you know, get happy. Not startled. I don't know why I did that face, but happy. I'll smile. Talk well, now we know. Yeah, now we know how to get a reaction. Out of hey, yeah, it's, it's easy. Just lemon meringue pie or really any sort of sweets. But uh -huh. talking to this guy, Gideon, I, when I brought up Russia, just kind of expound on it. It was the opposite of lemon meringue pie. It was just kind of just like, well, and it was just heavy. It felt heavy. You know, it's the, yeah, it's heavy. So yeah, um, a buddy of mine, I was talking to him about my interest in like doing the Trans-Siberian Railroad, mm -hmm. where you go from basically Moscow to Mongolia, you go oh. all the way across Siberia, all the way across Russia. I mean, it's an adventure. It's, it, mm -hmm. I still would love to do that. In fact, that was one of my like bucket list items when I was on a dating app like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. And that's what actually had me meet a, a lady that I would see for several months. Mm -hmm. she, she wrote to me like, hey, tell me about the Siberian trip. <laughs> like, oh, this is kind of a keeper. Uh, um, oh, so I was talking to this friend about my my interest in, 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 in my in, intrigue, curiosity about Russia. And he says, you know, Brandon, this is a this is a magician friend of mine. He goes, I, not that that has anything to do with this, but it's mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Yeah. He, he says, I have, I think the way it was, was he had a friend who did a ton of travel and his friend said the worst place he was at, and he was at dozens or scores of countries, the, the worst was Russia. Then why, like, why do you want to go? I, it's, it's the intrigue. Like, I, I want to be, be in that CD subway. I want to be uh, like, do you remember how New York used to be in the eighties? Like night court. Remember the, the, the theme song for night court. It was I remember like, night court. Ooh, it's like, yeah, you know, it just looked you know, people smoking and it just looked kind of um, raw. And, and there was sort of a, I don't know. It's, it's silly of me. It's probably childish. Um, Cause I would get there and not like it. Um, and I should be enjoying life, not checking out these. Some people enjoy, oddities, enjoy but, different things, you know? Plus, you know, 
they're European, but they're not, you know, I don't know. They're just, they're kind of a wild card in the, on the, in, in the human race. They're very unique. The, the Orthodox religion, I think actually is very beautiful. Yeah. And I can't, I love their art, like their literature and their music, Tchaikovsky. Uh -huh. I, it, it really, it just, it, it really, it reaches into me and just squeezes my you. heart. I feel you. It's so, a, yeah, I feel you. I, I, I get it. But I wouldn't want to, I mean, I, not that I need to go, we've talked about the ocean and the beach and, and how that's not, yeah, okay, yeah. but I also don't want to spend my time in the, in the CD underbelly of, uh, of, of that. But, you know, before we get too far off this, I wanted to say that, um, you know, about being good at something, being good at one, Yeah. basically, I think I, and I used to talk about this with some buddies and the way I, we kind of summed it up, or maybe we took it from someone, but it was like, you can be good at, at several things, but you can only be great at one thing. You know, yeah. and you got to choose your path because if you want to be great at one thing, your life has to revolve around one thing. It's like look at young athletes or you know stuff right. like that. They they're really good because they don't eat bad food. They don't do. They don't go out. They don't this. And every now and then somebody will be so amazing they can do a little bit of both. But usually, you can be great at one thing. I used to wish I had that one thing. I used to wish I was from a young age had that one thing because I thought it would then helped me figure out my life. Mm -hmm. Like I envied Tiger Woods, not just because he was rich and famous, but because yeah. he knew from a young age that he was going to be a golfer. His dad knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Earl knew. So, um, but that, that was sort of me like wishing for de definition in my life mm -hmm. by almost, by almost it being given to me by, by the outside rather than you trying you know, to me, choose. Me, me searching within for it yeah it's like wishing in a way it's like oh i wish i had an arranged marriage and make dating a lot easier it really but, would. and you know what there's truth to that but it would make it better but it would also you know but i think at some point sorry i'm gonna do something real quick i had something figured out and then i just realized i didn't sorry to in interrupt on the, the no no problem it's a great topic the idea of spreading yourself out or I, I had the idea, I, I had the opposite thought then too, when I was in high school, I said, I'm going to be an actor because I have so many different interests, you know, you, from science to languages to art. And I was in band and all kinds of things. So I thought I'll be an actor yeah. then I can play all these different roles and be a doctor in one show yeah. or one play or be an athlete or be a criminal or be whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, but you know, that didn't work out either. <laughs> I remember hearing a story about uh, the movie. Um, uh, now I'm covering different topics. So in a way I can kind of get that. Yeah, place. you're still kind of getting it. Okay, so so I had a little bit of a surprise here that I'm going to hit you with out of nowhere. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have a, a third member join on here, okay? Okay. Get ready. All right. Trust me. Jessica oh. Owens. Jess, are you there? Oh, let me take a second. Do I know this woman? You don't. Hey, we can't hear you. Can you hear us? Mm -mm. Oh. No audio. But no darn, audio. what a visual. Yeah. So, 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 uh, while well, he's figuring out the audio, so I figured yeah. we're going to have a heavy ish show. So maybe uh -huh. still can't hear you. We do something. Hey, this is, this is, this is Zoom calling. <laughs> like this is this is part of like 2020 and 2021 right it's yeah. having a cattail walk through uh -oh. like it's like a snake charmer 
Okay, she's oh, let me make sure I'm not let me make sure I'm not she's, muting you for some reason. She's connecting the audio, so it's it's, okay. it's she's trying. Can you okay. hear us, Jessica? No. Okay. Oh, ah, can you hear? Me? Boom. Yes. Yep. I did it. That always oh, happens. Right. That always happens. It always it always works out. Right. I don't know, when I when I done a zoom once so well, well here we go that's once. almost that's that's intriguing right there i thought everyone had done dozens of these by now no i i just hit out in quarantine i didn't talk to anyone <laughs> mm, i thought you were gonna say the opposite you're like i didn't quarantine at all i just went out there and met people face to face i don't have to zoom nope <laughs> you really you really isolated yes me and my cat <laughs> ah see there's the cat did you have like the cat yeah. tail walk, walk through the shot? No, he was my my boy. He is my boy. What's up, guys? Not much. How you doing? I'm good. I'm glad I figured this out. I was like kind of embarrassed for a minute because I couldn't get the audio. <laughs> I couldn't get the audio to work. You're all good. I think that's just kind of your right right of passage on the whole Zoom thing. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad it's over now. <laughs> yes. Well, so so now, Brandon, do you have any idea why I possibly could have? And it's Je Jessa. That's uh, Jess, Jessa. Jessa, yeah. Jessa. Why I her, Jessa, yeah. Jessa. Why I nice to her, meet you. Oh, yeah. Right. That's like your, that's how you go by, Jesso? Yes, or you can call me Jess. Okay. Either well, one. remember I said earlier, Paul, people are usually aren't very good with names unless you try. But I, I okay, Jess, Jesso. Well, it's, it's great to meet you. <laughs> I, I'm Brandon. Paul probably has told uh, you a little about me, I'm guessing. Uh, when he when he, when he mentioned when he mentioned this, um, I, however, know nothing about <laughs> you other than the fact that your appearance here and you have some Halloween bat uh, decorations behind you, which makes for a really good set, by the way. Um, All year round. <laughs> and that and that you're you're not good with Zoom audio, but you're a quick learner. Yes. So <laughs> that's that's what I got. Well, I'm right glad now. we're on the right foot. <laughs> no, uh, I I so. Knowing Paul, I would think, okay, how did he meet this woman? You know, maybe on a dating app. Maybe it was just one of those things. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I know about your work um, out in the country. I don't know if you may I have work. met her. No. Huh? Yeah, yeah. No. You work out in the country, or uh -uh. I don't know. Did you meet her at a at an ice cream shop? The way I met that one dude in in. Uh, in <laughs> the donut shop. No, no, no. no. Yeah. No. No, so I figured since you know this 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 podcast we're talking about some heavy ish stuff. I thought we'd take a little break. It was a little different. And uh, so earlier I asked you what time you were born. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two a.m. Two a.m. Okay, so this has to so just so so the way we met is just on IG. I don't know how we became friends, just probably mutual friends. And she would go live Instagram tarot readings, right? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta say that. Yeah, so she would, you know, would draw pull cards for me and then do readings based on my birthday, birth time. Oh, wow. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to do that with you. So that's why sure, she's sure. here. I won't tell my mom or grandma. They won't like it, but. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, we I'm, can sure keep it running, between us. I'm sure you run into that here and there. <laughs> so what, like, what state or what city are you in? I'm in Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. You're. Okay, great. Have you two met in person then? We've never met in person, no. So you just coincidentally were from the same area and met on Instagram? Did you have mutual friends yeah. or something? 
Yeah. Okay, so that's how it happened. That's how Instagram recommended you to each other. Mm -hmm. It was mutual. Okay, it wasn't just totally random then. No, it's just no. something like that. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, gosh. Um, did you grow up down there? I don't hear much of an accent, but maybe Oklahoma doesn't have too many. I don't know. Um, I'm from accent. a small town called Noble, which is about six miles south of Norman. Oh, okay. Um, I was raised there, and uh, I lived in Norman for about ten years. And like throughout my twenties, and then I moved here to OKC in 2017, and I've lived here ever since. And I love it here. I have so many questions, um, <laughs> but I'll, maybe I'll let you do the asking since you're the tarot reader. Uh, um, well, I started reading tarot about two years ago after a, a long-term relationship breakup, and I was just trying to curve bar hopping and stay at home and okay. my roommate had a deck and I just started playing around with it um hmm. I've been into astrology since like high school and it's kind of a lifelong to me it's a lifelong learning because there's so much to learn and so I'm still learning with tarot so I really enjoy interacting with people um, I'm a pretty social girl so um this is a great opportunity opportunity for me to like learn more and you know I do collective readings for people or I do personal readings for people um so yeah it's 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 just uh further learning for me and that's why I started doing the Instagram lives uh besides like you know loneliness <laughs> I, I have people come in and interact with me who I like Paul who I didn't know at all and he just started, you know, interacting with me and asking for readings. And so I've learned quite a bit about him just through the tarot and doing his natal chart. So it's pretty natal, interesting. Natal chart. Like, a natal like, chart. like natal as in neonatal unit, baby, infant? Um, as in what it's a basically a graph, like a, uh, like a, it's a graph of what the constellations were the, at the moment of your birth. So okay. I can look into that and uh, see, you know, different things that could happen throughout your life and your personality traits and, you know, it's, it digs pretty deep sometimes. Yeah, this is a vision. Like, uh, let's say someone is, um, well, let's say someone does social commentary and they just kind of see how uh, the, the direction the country is going or they watch uh like like world affairs and they just kind of have a sense for the moving pieces on the chessboard or or maybe they're a therapist and they can just kind of see oh yeah i can see the way that person's childhood has now affected him or her and, and uh, so do you have kind of that sense you would say that that you can see how the astrological variables have influenced the person and do absolutely childhood? and i can give you an a great example um, OJ Simpson's chart really yeah. freaked me out the first time I looked it up and it, it was very telling. Uh, oh. and, and I mean, I look at anyone's birth chart, celebrities, uh, you know, public figures of any kind. And he's a great example of someone that I looked up and I really dug deep into his chart. And I was like, wow, there's hmm. some very, very telling and strong placements there. So, well, so there's a lot of confirmation. Oh, I want to know how a chart can can both like because OJ's live he lived two lives basically he was a all pro NFL all pro NFL running back then he was an mm -hmm. actor and then he was a murderer yeah. like how does yeah. chart, yeah. how does, how does <laughs> um, well it, 
like I said, with natal charts, it's like a bunch of graphs kind of laid on top of each other. You look at uh, squares and conjunctions and trines, and then you look at the planet placements, you look at the sign placements, and all together, it's just, it's kind of like a big puzzle. And based on the placement settings, you can really see uh, some intense and telling signs of uh, how a person has lived their life and even going back to their childhood and you know traumas that they've experienced. And it, it can bring up a lot of things. And uh, it, like I said, it can be very telling. And uh, just looking at, I remember looking at his natal chart and just being like, wow, he's actually a friend or he used to be a friend because my uncles played football oh. uh, for OU and the Saints and the Lions. So oh. he was like friends with my uncles back in the day. So. I was like, we were like talking about him one night and I was like, oh, I wonder what his chart is or like what his sign is. And so that's kind of how I like got into wow. that. And then it really freaked me out because <laughs> it was I, just like, oh. I assumed, <laughs> I assumed you had um, looked up OJ's chart because maybe it was like a textbook case that was shared by other teachers. Like if you want to you know how in like law school or something they'll they'll give like these for instances of court cases that are famous like in this case the, the lawyer argued this and this exactly. i thought maybe oj's was a like a textbook one that they use to teach people about how to do what you do but that's not what happened like you just discovered it on your own i did discover it on my own but that's a really great example to use because you know other astrologers that i've followed on social media you know uh, i'll use another example donald trump you know, picking apart his chart and kind of seeing like if there's ways to figure out how he ticks. And, you know, these like really strong personality public figures. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, I just kind of cherry picked. And for OJ Simpson specifically, he had come up in a conversation and then that mm -hmm. kind of tricked a part of my, my, my astro nerd mind where I was like, oh, I wonder what his sign is. And so I found his birth information and I looked it up and it was just like wow you know oh. I, I feel like it it was very intense it's just it seems like you stumbled <laughs> upon something there that you could then use to teach people yeah like, exactly like and I'm you know I'm currently doing a natal chart for a friend's mother whom I've never met and you know that's kind of difficult and obviously I've never met OJ Simpson but I know things about him, but um, it's just different with, it's just different with every person. You know, it's like a fingerprint. Um, yeah. Everybody's natal chart is different. Everybody has a natal chart, no matter who you are or how yep. you grow up or who you become. And, you know, certain people are just really interesting, just like you brought up the court cases, you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting to dive into those, those kinds of facts and, you know, tribulations and, uh, moments in time so i guess it, that's a great uh example to use um as far as can we can we get something out of the way first off because oh. there's so much of a reaction to this whole topic how do you mm -hmm. respond to people who dismiss it immediately um i just let it go and don't worry i don't hassle people about it if they're not into it then i don't try to get them into it but, have but people, i will have people, say go ahead that when I started doing tarot at my last job, there were people who were very my like naysayers, and then they eventually would come to me and mm. say, hey, can you read my cards? Mm. So 
I think some people immediately are quick to be like, no. And then maybe later they'll think, oh, well, it can't be that bad. It's kind of like getting your palm read or something, or you go to the fair. Yeah. It's not, it's, kind of, it's harmless. But, you know, some people who do, who don't want anything to do with it, I just, I just leave them alone about it. I don't try to get them to do something they don't want to do. Has anyone ever like shown you, because people do this with chiropractors too. They say there's no science to back it up. It's nonsense. Stop what you're doing. Like they mm -hmm. almost, they're almost like aggressive about getting you to try to stop. And they try to use like science to say, this is just mathematically not true. You have to stop it, whatever. Right, a I mean, do, what's that? A pseudoscience. Sure. Like, and, yeah. But you just respond to um, that. I've had people kind of make fun of me before. Um, people call me a witch or, you uh, know, they just think, oh, you're one of those girls. They'll say stuff like that, which I'm not mm -hmm. exactly sure what that means. But um, I just kind of, yeah, I'm just kind of like, okay. Like, I mean, uh, I, I just leave, leave people alone about it. I mean, I wouldn't want someone to try to, you know, twist my arm into something that I don't believe in or I don't want to do. So I just kind of let them, think whatever they want and then i move on and i go you know i just do my own thing it's also like brandon, brandon, brandon brandon hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> you are such a natural interviewer this is the point where it flips like you give information to her All and right. then she's going to do a reading for you so we're going to pause on the questions so we can do this thing right that's not good yeah okay let's do it thanks for I the mean, moderation <laughs> you don't have i mean i can do a blind reading like so okay let me just say a lot of times if I'm, if I'm shuffling cards, I will have you think of something specific that you would like to come up in the re reading or something that you would like to resonate specifically. You can say it out loud. You can talk to me about it. You can think of it in your mind and not say anything. Um, so ultimately you are the tarot reader because you know mm. you better than anyone and, and deep inside and what you deal with and how you cope with the what's going on in your life so i just interpret how the cards lie and what they mean so when i do a reading just try to have an open mind and interpret it into your life um how you will as they say in this tarot world uh take what resonates and leave what doesn't okay okay so so real quick so what we're talking about two different things there's the natal reading right is that, yes, that and then, then what you do oh sorry what is it that is astrology um so tarot cards astrology is tied to tarot but um I, forgive me i thought we were talking about tarot um in that sense but the cards are separate from the natal chart okay so and and so maybe today because we've talked a little while and stuff but maybe we just do the cards today and then maybe at a yeah. later date, maybe we can get Brandon's information to you about his birthday and time. And maybe we can have something prepared if we want to. And then yeah. come back and do that. That would be great. Okay. Because the natal charts are so much more in depth. Yes. Mm. And they take time to look at. But I can do it off the cuff. I did it for you. You did. No, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that a different time because, yeah, but now we can just, let's just do some cards or do some. some okay. I'm mixing, missing it. Mess, I can't even talk now. I'm mixing up all the terminology <laughs> and I'm just going to shut up now and let you all do this. That's okay. No, no, no. It's, it's all good. It can be uh, a bit confusing because I don't know, they're in the same, they're in the same realm, but they are two different things. Mm -hmm. um, so what I do is I do, um, I call it chaotic shuffling. <laughs> 
as you've seen me do, Paul, mm -hmm. um, where I just like pull the cards and whatever falls out, I read them how they lie. There are other ways to, there are different spreads to do, but um, I like to do it this way, especially with blind readings. And um, so when the, the cards that come out are called jumpers and they're more of like urgent, like what you need to know now kind of kind of things, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So are we doing a collective reading or am I doing, am I doing like a reading for everyone involved or would you like me to just do a reading for- Just Brandon. For Brandon. Just Brandon. Okay. This is his moment. <clears throat> this is his moment. Thank you, Paul. Okay, Brandon, what's your last name? F-E-R-D-I-G, Ferdig. Ferdig. And what's your sign? Um, your uh, sun sign. Taurus. Nice. I'm gonna get a nice little charge here. I did cleanse these beforehand, so it should be good. It's, it's Taurus now, right? We're in the we're in the Taurus yeah. season. Mm -hmm. Wait, we're in Taurus season. My birthday's coming up. <laughs> You're keeping on the low. You don't want people to find your information, dude. Read your thing like OJ. Nah, nah. I turned forty May fifteen, bro. May fifteen. Yeah. So you are a May Taurus. May. Well, I, don't know. I, I didn't know that made a difference. Yeah, well, there's April and May. Well, there are. I just thought Taurus was Taurus, but okay. Taurus is Taurus. I dig it. Let's see here. I'm going to finish the deck. Mm -hmm. Chaotic shuffling. Shuffling. There's order in chaos. There definitely is. I've had a couple come out already. Um, mm. So should I think of something or just not worry about it? Were you not thinking of anything while I was shuffling? <laughs> not while you were shuffling, no. But I had a couple things in mind earlier when you mentioned it. Okay, that can resonate. Okay. Let's see. Okay. So, and with tarot cards, um, you know, they can be upright and they can be reversed and they have different meanings. Um, mm based on if they're upright and reverse. So the first card I have here that fell out is the five of cups reversed. And I'm just gonna uh, shout out some keywords here, okay? Um, so this is forgiveness, emotional maturity and recovery. And it can be, and let me also just say before I get into it more, um, if this can mean you personally or someone close to you, uh, okay. someone in your life or in a relationship in your life, it can be based on love, uh, friendship, parents, siblings, um, you know, lovers, anything like that. Can you read those so, again? I'm going to write these down. Can you re read, read the, what I just said? the keywords, just the keywords. Keywords. Okay. So this is uh, forgiveness, emotional maturity, and recovery. This is the five of five of cups reversed. Um, and so it can in, uh, indicate uh, facing some sort of disappointment, um, recovery from regret and acceptance. Um, letting yourself be vulnerable, um, knowing what you want and doing your best to figure that out, um, especially in an emotional sense or in a relationship. Um, let's see here. Change, although uncomfortable, is sometimes needed to evaluate your life, okay? So that's the first card. And with the second card here, we have a major arcana, which is the major arcana are like the big, the big cards, like the highest cards. 
they have um, the highest energies and uh, they, they're pretty intense sometimes. And so here we have the Empress. Uh, this is a feminine card. And of course there's masculine and feminine and everything. It doesn't necessarily have to mean a woman. Um, so this is uh, fertility, mother earth, and you are an earth sign uh, oh. and a goddess. Yes, and yeah. we're in Taurus season. Um, so this is like creativity and love. Um, it's connecting with your feminine energy or a feminine energy in your life. And uh, it implores you to explore your surroundings, express your creativity and plant the seeds for a fulfilling crop of life. Um, giving respect to mother earth uh, and oh, take after her loving vibes and support. And, um, Sign me up. And nourish yourself to nourish yourself as well in that sense. That's sweet. <laughs> that's like a prayer I, I just say to myself do. every morning. Like just read those things and that's like setting your intentions for the day. Exactly. And I like usually that. flip hard for myself every day. Okay. And I'll I'll kind of, you know, that's just something to dwell on during the day with whatever, you know, I'm dealing with or whatever will come mm -hmm. up. Um, yeah. And it helps me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's motivating. So for the third card here, we actually have a three of wands for your third card. And this is persistence, anticipation, and progression. Okay. And uh, we have a Seneca quote, who's a Roman philosopher. I don't even know if I said that right, but um, mm -hmm. luck is what happens when preparation means opportunity. Okay. So that quote is tied to this card. And as a result of your persistence, you have made steady progress in your endeavors and you're on your way to your grand vision. <laughs> um, so you have quite a bit of prosperity going on so far um, and abundance. Uh, following your curiosity has led you on a path to gather unique skills and absorb useful information that can help you expand both outward and inward. Uh, this is a time when travel is encouraged if you, if you are able, of course. <laughs> um, and to dive into what lights your soul on fire. Mm. And this is the Manic Mondays deck. I just want to put that out there that I'm reading oh, from. Um, just a little shout out. There's different, <laughs> there's different decks? Are they all yeah, the same? Oh my gosh, there's so many different decks. It's insane. They have Golden Girls decks. They have Friends decks. They have Cats, Lisa Frank. But they all have, they the, have, same, they all have the same cards, right? Like a deck of playing yes. cards. The traditional okay. cards, yes. There are other oracle cards. Some of them are like spirit animal cards or, you know, they, it really is a very vast array yeah. of different kinds of cards. Um, so let me see, where am I? So then the next card here, we have the seven of pentacles and these are, uh, this is upright. So this is um, investments, sustainability, um, patience, mm. um, hard work pays off. Okay, that's that's kind of what I would tie to this card. Um, seeds have been planted, and now you are starting to see the fruits of your labor. Um, this isn't just about money. Uh, this is about passion. Okay, you're putting blood, sweat, and tears into something that you feel very strongly about, building a foundation of your personal freedom. And patience is key. Okay, and uh, not and I have to highlight this part at the end. Not a uh, no get rich quick schemes here. You are in it for the long haul. <laughs> you make that face. <laughs> uh -oh. Well, uh -oh. what about what about my big what about my Bitcoin? 
your yeah, Bitcoin. I, I don't know anything about your Bitcoin. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny that you mentioned Bitcoin, the set, the next card is a pretty intense card. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> um, so the next Jesso, card. Jesso laughs at intensity. <laughs> I do. Chaos is a friend of mine. Um, so this is the tower card. And the tower card represents abrupt change. Um, say that again. What would you say? Abru abrupt change or destruction of some kind. Okay. And um, it can be subconscious. Um, it can be like beliefs that have been established by your parents, or it can be literal, like a fire. Um, regardless, the turn of events has split you wide open. Uh, it's like a rude awakening. Okay. So it can be a good thing, right? Like maybe you're destroying it something can be. bad? Yes, because, you know, it's like, think of like the phoenix rising from the ashes. It's yeah. kind of like that sort of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with grace and ease or raw emotion, the choice is yours on how you deal with the sudden change. Uh, with destruction comes creation. So not all is lost. Okay. I would, I just have to say for like a, on a personal note, I had this card pulled for me right before a breakup. So, and it ended up being like really great that that happened in the end. So I'm just going to insert that as an example. <laughs> okay. And then the last card here, we have, <laughs> we have the three of swords and this is actually kind of in cahoots with the tower. Mm -hmm. um, so this can reject. Uh, this can mean rejection or pain of some kind, or a heartbreak. Um, look at how it like pier is piercing the heart, the swords, mm -hmm. and the swords can be pretty intense as well. Striking image. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Sacrifices and broken relationships weigh heavy on your heart. Um, could be taking up your mental space. Uh, you could have doubt, loneliness, or betrayal. Um, trust that you are strong enough to survive. The most painful lessons define our strength of character. Use this power of emotion to fuel yourself. Okay. Um, let's see. You'll feel better once you allow yourself to lean into your discomfort and fully feel pain. Okay, so now I'm gonna look on the bottom and the card on the bottom is strength. So everything that's gone on here, there's a lot of abundance and prosperity, but always keep your wits about you because anything can happen that could knock you down, right? Um, heartache, pain, destruction. But since the bottom card, this is the last card I'm reading for you is strength and that's pretty telling, right? just keep that strength within yourself because um, you have it in there. Uh, fierce, endurance, courage. Um, it's not only the card of physical strength, but it points to your inner strength, okay? Um, power of self-control and approaching a problem powerfully and gracefully and carefully. Um, and connecting to your inner outer and strength is key for embodying, embodying uh, your own inner strength and ferocious energy with finesse and prowess. Um, know that you have all the tools necessary 
not only to persevere, but to strive. Okay, so with all of these cards laid out here, like I said, you have the abundance and prosperity and, you know, I, you're an earth sign. I assume that you're a very hard worker. <laughs> um, so like I said, there could be, you know, some destruction or there could have already been some destruction of some kind to happen to you, whether it's in your career or your personal life. But like I said, always remember to pull from your inner strength in the end. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a great way to end on it, especially after these two, because it's like, oh man. And then it's like, no, I'm good. Like mm -hmm. this is Leo energy right here. Very strong. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I hope, well, that that, I hope that that resonates with you in some way. And like I said, if it doesn't, then you can just leave it. Sure. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot there. I mean, you could you, you could ponder one card for a long time and then you start yeah. putting multiple ones that adds more things and then you start to see them, how they potentially interact. So mm -hmm. I, I, I saw a lot of uh, compliments between them and a lot of contradictions as well. Mm -hmm. Like one saying, um, like seeds have been planted like in like the feminine card, but then in the investment card or whatever, it was like, you have to plant seeds. So yeah, it's just kind of fun how, planting. yeah, like one is your, your, uh, just like, like harvesting the things you've done in life, the, the, the investments mm -hmm. you've made relationships, whatever. And then another one is like, you're, you're, you're planting seeds for the future. So I, that one caught my attention. I remember that one. I liked how though you bring up a lot of chaos and struggle, but then fortunately at the end, it's like you're not going to be given something that you don't have the strength to endure exactly exactly and that's you know it's the bible too it's, promising. <laughs> it's very promising and yeah. you know like I said, there's always i just recently learned to read the bottom of the deck at the end and i'm really glad that i did especially now because <laughs> 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 i'm like oh wow what a great surprise it's strength mm -hmm. and that's a really great card and this is also a major arcana. So this is also one of the most powerful cards that, that you can pull um, along with uh, the Empress, which was in the tower. So you have three major arcanas here in this spread for you. So it's a lot of powerful energy. It's empowering. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, who knows, right? <laughs> it, it just, it, it's, there's something about being told this stuff that puts it in your mind, it puts it in your intention. I understand the draw. I understand the. It's like it's almost like when I um I meditate most mornings and I have a little morning meditation book and I read it and it just puts in your mind ideas that are you know them but it just puts them in there again like forgiveness or love or observation or whatever. Um, otherwise, we hit the ground running and we're off in the day and you know we don't yeah yeah. So this is one of those yeah. reflective moments too. And I didn't do my meditation this morning. So boom. You didn't. Nope. Wow. Paul, Paul, Paul knew that. I knew. He knew that. <laughs> right? That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was really glad that he asked me. Because um, like I said, I, I really enjoy doing readings for those people. I mean, obviously we've never met. I've never even met Paul in person. I know I everything I know about Paul is from readings that I've done for him, but uh, I, it really does bring connection. And, and all of it on Instagram? Yes, I do Instagram live and people tune in and some people will interact and some people won't. Um, but there have been nights where Paul and I have like, you know, sat there for a while and we've 
we've talked and I, I've done his natal chart for him and, and dove into some stuff for him and it seemed to resonate. And yeah, um, I like, I really enjoy when people are open, you know, uh, to the idea because yeah. if anything, even if they're not, it's just, you know, it can be really fun, you know, to pull yeah. cards, but it really does kind of, for a lot of people, it, it, it digs deep in a sense um, into well, what people it, are going through. It's a portal. In their life. It's a portal. I exactly. mean, I had all kinds of things come to mind from this podcast and this YouTube channel to Bitcoin to relationship <laughs> to a brother to my own personal journey right I mean it just it just it gets you reflecting on your life and all the aspects of it exactly. it's actually really good like an inventory uh, exactly. where you can kind of look at your life and so I, I yeah I mean there's yeah thank you well, yeah. So, well, we'll, uh, we'll I mean, once this is posted, we'll you know put all your info and stuff. Is there anything you want to say? Because I mean, this is going to go up on our on his uh, on the periphery, you know, YouTube channel. Um, I I'll say that uh, tarot and astrology for me have really like helped pull me out of you know some pits in my life, personally speaking. And with the tarot specifically, it's really brought me closer to people in my life, even my own mother, you know what I mean? Because before she was very like, oh yeah, whatever, you're playing with your cards. And now she kind of comes to me and says, well, you know, what is my, you know, car? Oh, what really? do my cards say? And that. Wow. So yeah, it's really, it's really brought me closer to people in my life, people who have been in my life for years, like my best friend and my mother, like I mentioned, and people that I don't know. And I mean, obviously even Paul's a great example. I mean, he and I didn't, didn't know each other and we still kind of don't, but we, we've had a, we've found a connection through this portal. Of, yeah, you, yeah, you um, know him very well. In a way, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's a Capricorn. Like, <laughs> like I just like, no. And so it's just, I, for me, it's just really brought me closer to a lot of people just in general. And I really enjoy it. And it's even brought me closer to myself. Mm -hmm. And like you mentioned that you meditate, uh, you know, I'm the same way. I have to connect with myself before my feet hit the ground in the morning and uh, pulling a card for myself mm -hmm. uh, really helps me set the day off Yeah, and, you know, kind of plants that seed in my mind for, you know, oh, you know, what, what's going to happen, whatever's going to happen, you know. I can handle it. <laughs> like <you can. laughs> awesome. Well, well, well Jessa, thank you for stopping by. It's been a lot of fun. And Thanks for having me. yeah, and hope maybe we can we can do this again sometime. I would love to. Awesome. Okay. Well, well, I'll hit you up a little later, but thanks again for stopping by. Okay. Okay. It was nice okay. to meet you. Uh, thanks, Jessica. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. Surprise. Let's see here. How do I remove? Um, well, now I can't wait for the next time. And no, no, I have to bring someone on, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're trading off. You, I'll bring like um, I'll, I'll bring like a Jamal or uh, like um, I don't know, some guy who studies rocks, and I'll bore the <laughs> hell out of you. <laughs> oh man, well, so so what'd you think? Oh, I mean, it it surprised the heck out of me first. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense now why you asked me earlier. Um, yeah why uh well, you know what what time of the day i was born 
Yeah, we didn't even get into that, but but that is a more intense kind of thing. And I think you know you you are you have such a curious mind. Like the whole yeah, point was to bring her on just to kind of do it. But you you could have talked to her for another who knows how long. I could tell you the wheels were spinning. Yeah, yeah. I want to know uh, like if this is something. I mean, how popular she is? Does she have a hundred people watching her, or ten? Or I want to know um, just. Yeah, just about that in her life, if it affects her personal relationships. I got all kinds of questions for her. But. Well, maybe we, we can, because it is an interesting topic, and she seems to be an interesting person. So maybe we can uh, we can have her back on at some point. She's definitely, yeah, she's definitely a um, someone who gets um, a, a, a provocative can have kind of a negative connotation. But I mean, she, she's got a great look, and she does interesting things. And I'm sure she's got great stories and art, articulate. So yeah, she's a, she's a great great guest yeah and then she looked right into my eyes and then into my soul so that's <laughs> too. now do you have before we move on um do you have any thoughts about what she with the card she pulled how did those resonate with you uh i think i like the uh the starting of the i mean it, it gets me to reflect on starting this channel the periphery media starting the periphery foundation to go along with it um, so, you know, beginning new things, planting the seeds, as she said, um, the feminine energy is something I've actually written a little bit about, um, after some time in China, actually, and, uh, just kind of re, you know, uh, reimagining what it means to be tough or powerful, uh, uh, in a different, uh, version of that outside of the West and America where it's, you know, um, so that's always that's always great. I am doing like some, oh, you know, I think people are usually in the process of of of, of inner growth, inner development, uh, self help. I don't know what you call it, and so those sorts of things were brought up in me. Uh, finances, of course, uh, with with some of those cards. Um, you know, the dramatic ones at the end. Um, kind of had me think about leaving behind traits that are not helping me mm -hmm. right um and and using destruction as a as a positive force mm -hmm. so yeah there's a lot there i don't i mean i could divulge the, the details but i don't think yeah. necessarily mm -hmm. all that uh all that yeah. vital i think it's those universal truths that are that can really reach out um and connect us Mm -hmm. And and that's why I think tarot is honestly really popular because, or appealing, uh, because it's so universal and everyone can relate. And yeah. if nothing else, it gets you reflecting on these things. And I like, you know, that was yeah, we're good. Uh, I do want to get into the Trump uh, Trump country after Trump documentary. Um, awesome. Yeah, so that's what I released Tuesday night and. So you saw it. You identified earlier in this in this mm -hmm. podcast as um, as someone who leans left and votes Democrat. So yep. I am curious what your reaction to it was. Well, as individuals, I, I I enjoyed watching it, and you know, even though it's northern Minnesota, it felt just like an hour outside of Oklahoma City. I mean, those are the same people who basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that's it. Rural areas in all states. It's all it's kind of the same. It's, it's more about rural and urban versus th than it is north and south. Yeah. Now, I do want to say one thing off the bat. I, I meant I should have written her name down, but the wife on the first interview, I mean, you, you came back to him, but what was her name? It was it 
It was Robin Becky. Becky, Becky, Becky. I would bet all the Bitcoin stock I have, Bitcoin I own, that's not Bitcoin I own, that she voted for Biden. She voted oh, for Biden. She uh, voted for Biden. Just watch, watching her energy. I like, I like that observation. I don't agree with it, but I like it because she was the one who, in fact, she would say more that didn't make the video um, where she, but because she really said the video includes everything she said. It just doesn't include all of it, but she's, uh -oh. she would echo that stuff a little bit more um, about how she will take the flag down. She'll move on. And the others were not like that. Calm so she, and peace, calm. Like she was just, it was very. Yes, yes, yeah. She was peace. defending and, and she went out, she, yeah, she, I like that part where she said to her husband that Trump instigated the January 6th event. Um, yeah. And he was like, really? Like that was his line. Really? Yeah, and it was, there know, were little moments. You know how you can just tell when somebody's yeah. giving you all the information you need to add, you know, to add the add it, just give me all the information. You just gotta kind of be aware of it. And she was definitely saying, I voted for Biden, but I'm I'm with this dude. But so <laughs> I don't really want to get too deep into my I mean, I enjoyed it. I think it's I definitely it's it's hey, that says watch. something right there. That says something right there, Paul, because I don't expect a lot of people who don't empathize with them mm -hmm. to watch it. Um, but that's my hope. And yeah. so I'm I'm glad you did and that you could watch it without it angering you or you first just refusing to watch it from the outset. Like I'm, there was a woman on Facebook that I shared this documentary on like a, a group I belong to the filmmakers and she watched it. She's like, that was hard for me to watch. And I says, then I, I tip my hat for you to doing so for, for, mm -hmm. for, for watching it because that's, I think that's so important. I, I, I listen to people I disagree with all the time and I, yeah. I get it. Like I get where they're coming from and, and I disagree, but I think just getting where they're coming from or I don't know, even you don't have, you don't have to like it at all. You can dislike it. Yeah. But I just think having some kind of connection to retain that, that sense of humanity, that this is a human being. I don't like where they're going, but they're, they're doing what they think is right. What, right? Yeah, what I, what I think the main, for me, when I'm, whenever I'm kind of, watching someone I don't necessarily agree with and or who has differing opinions of mine. The question I, I, I wonder is, do they think they're doing what's right or are they doing something, something that's right that they think is right or are they being kind of uh, mean, just basically mean or hateful? Are their actions dictated by hate right. or actions dictated by a true belief in what that they think it's gonna be better for everybody? Yeah. And the people you talk to, I mean, okay, so, I had one thing I wrote down and I, and I just wanted to run this by it just as a general idea is mm -hmm. people in the video, the two couples you talked to, they, they said the word believe and they said the word, I think, I think, I believe, I think, believe. And it's those are, when I hear those words, I think, well, just because you believe something doesn't mean it's real. And so often mm -hmm. belief and reality just come head to head. And unless there's kind of some consequence, some immediate kind of painful consequence, you can believe whatever you want, even if it's wrong, right? And I think a lot of these people, I mean, and I just people in general, mm -hmm. would you say that it's fair to, that people tend to believe things that they think will benefit them? Well, they that believe things that offer them some kind of comfort and it doesn't have to even be 
comfort in the classic sense or the sense you and I are maybe thinking of it right now. The, the sense that others would assume it means. No, it can mean you want to stay angry, right? You, you want to feed that chip on your shoulder, mm-hmm. right? And it goes, it, it, it's, it's on both sides, right? So people are going to believe Trump lost the election and no matter, or they're going to believe the election was rigged. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you tell them, what, no matter what you reveal to them, it doesn't matter, right? It's like, there's a, there's a, people get so invested in their beliefs. And, and again, it happens on, there's, on the other side too. People are mad at, again, I, I don't want to wait into, you know, really controversial mm-hmm. waters here, but let, let's look at the way Michael Brown died, right? In, in St. Louis, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the hands up, don't shoot thing. You know, I think that was shown it didn't happen, mm-hmm. but it didn't matter, right? People are going to just hold on to that idea. And they say it at, at rallies, hands up, don't shoot. It didn't happen, but it doesn't matter, right? And it didn't matter that it showed, you know, and then it turned out he, I think he he tried to grab the cop and he was asking for trouble, right? He reached into the car. Yeah. So it wasn't like- What happens with with that particular uh, story, I think what happens is that it's one, if one out of, if one out of 10 instances are incorrect, you still kind of, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, you look at the other nine, the other nine carry more weight than than the one. So I was like, okay, this one was, wasn't what they chalked it up to be, but there's yeah. not other examples of this going this way. So but, I'm not sure that, that, that that's a great example on the other side, but I'm yeah. just like, people are going to believe what they want to believe. Mm-hmm. And I think, and because there's, there's, there's comfort to that because you, you hate to have to change your mind. Mm-hmm. You hate to have to change your entire outlook on things. Right. Yeah. So in this case, they just don't want to believe that in this case of this documentary, they don't want to believe that um, Trump lost fair and square. Yeah. That, that there is no, um, it's, it, it's funny, you would think there'd be relief in knowing that there isn't some grand conspiracy to destroy the country, mm-hmm. but they hold on to that belief anyway. Yeah, um, Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting psychology, um, but I mean, believing in a grand conspiracy is, I mean, again, it, it's on both sides. I mean, patriarchy, um, white supremacy. I mean, you hear from the left too, like it's all systemic, it's all planned. They're trying to keep people down. You hear from both sides. So I don't, I don't think it's, and, and you can argue one's got way more belief. I don't know, but I, I think people hold on to those um, narratives and, and they'd like to just stew in them. That's the problem. Well, people like to really stew in the negativity. Yeah. And I, I wonder, I mean, to me, it really was just thinking belief versus reality. Yeah. And because because I don't know the things people just choose to believe in I don't know I don't know it, it, it I don't even know what I'm trying to say here I think it's just interesting to to really because I mean listening to that the second couple there were just kind of moments where I mean I can't even I don't know. I just listened to them and there were things where there were, there were kind of contradictions. Sure. Just these things that were obvious, like, well, how can you believe this? But then you don't believe this, but then this, but then that. Yeah. And it was just, for me, it was more of a psychological or sociological kind of uh, yeah. documentary totally. where I just- And, and I, hope, I hope people watch it for that too. And, yeah. You know, if Because if, it's worthy for that reason too, I think. Like, yeah, you don't have to watch them. I mean, it's people get mad at them because it, it affects the outcome of the country. I get it. But if you can detach from that for a second, maybe you look at it like a researcher, yeah. then it is interesting. Like, why are they? And, you know, people have done that with conspiracy theorists. I mean, you, you watch the QAnon documentary and, mm. you know, I think that takes kind of a, I'm guessing it takes a bit kind of a 
a researcher kind of perspective? Yeah, and you know, and something to kind of tie this back to something you said earlier, how you kind of said you wanted someone to kind of tell you what to be, like, you know, job, like you meant, you know, kind of someone to kind mm -hmm. of just say, this is the way to go. I think most people just want someone they can believe in and trust in to tell them it's yeah. everything's going to be okay. Just do this. Or everything's not going to be okay. But take, I think well, the, take away the unknown. There's some order. Yeah, the order. Because because to think that life is just so, to think that just one dude shot JFK and changed the the, the history of the, the future of humanity, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Or Timothy yeah. McVeigh, to think yeah. Timothy McVeigh and... Uh, that is unsettling. Um, Nick, no, no, what? Uh, Nick, what's Nichols, whatever. McVeigh and yeah. Nichols yeah. blew up the mirror, mirror building and affected an entire city in ways that, you know, that will never, that will, the echo will never stop. Mm -hmm. So to think that there's some plan that somebody actually, you know, with power and influence did it is more almost comforting than to think just one dude could do all that. Yeah. And we see patterns too. Yeah. So like you'll you'll piece together, say, 9-11, Oklahoma City bombing, whatever. You're going to like and then you'll look for because we see patterns. We just do. I mean, survive. Um, GSO sees patterns. Right. And the cards she, she pulls out and we just do that. And, yeah. and I, I guess that's probably part of this process, too, where in this case of the people in this film, um, they they look at how there was suspicious activity around the FBI and the CIA and them being against Trump. Okay. And then they look at the fact that the vote counts changed dramatically overnight and they piece it together and they say, Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, I mean, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I'm just saying that's the, that's well, the votes do get counted, you know, and then the vote, vote total goes up, but it, you know, they count them at night anyway. Yeah. My, I think my issue with a lot of things is people, a lot of people and myself included, all of us included to some degree, we could all be better at critical thinking at logical, yeah. logically sorting through data and information, statistics. True. And I think a lot of people just don't either take Signal the time versus noise. or yep. know or understand how to process information in a logical, critical way. But look, this is the psychology of how people get really wrapped up in any kind of movement or I don't know, almost like a non-human or superhuman or supernatural whether it's religious or cultish or shoot i don't know maybe even a fraternity i don't know like we we, we get wrapped up in these movements and and they have a higher narrative and an, an explanation a mythology you might say mm -hmm. like joseph campbell the researcher he 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 focused on this and he he made it famous he became famous for bringing to the fore the idea of the importance of mythology in, in in one's culture and, and the power of the story uh so he helped i think he helped consult with uh star wars archetypes you know? so we're talking yeah, about archetypes. archetypes good and evil redemption um, hero's journey. yeah yeah exactly all that stuff and and it's it's you can just almost but we're kind of wired to really love that we stuff are. and and so trump trump is that character and i, I think do, here's the thing though those people i don't what i i understand i understand cults i understand worship hero worship i understand the archetypes what i don't understand is how donald trump uh, a silver spoon billionaire born into whatever from new york became the warrior for the rural rural america i hate trying to say that word i don't i will never understand that i there's a there's a dude who i could see being that mm -hmm. but it's not him 
because he has nothing in common. Okay, so one thing I wanted to say, the first guy, Becky's husband, what's what's his name? Rob. Rob. Rob dropped out of school at nine in ninth grade at 13, one of those two, 13 years yep. old at nine. Yep, yep, nine yep, yep. And I'm looking at his house. The dude has built a life that seems like he's he's got a house, he's got a wife, he's got kids. Yep. The dude has overcome some yep. major, major obstacles. I think that's that's awesome that, that he's able to do that. Now he was a little bit, you know, like, well, I'm not gonna be here much longer, that kind of thing. Kind of he's not looking to be here too. But anyway. Wherever he is in this moment, it seems like he overcame a lot to get there. I appreciate you recognizing that. Yeah, I and I think it's it's a it's amazing when anybody can overcome those type of obstacles. Mm-hmm. But for him to put to carry the flag of this billionaire who's just kind of gotten every it's just slip just I don't get it. I never will get it. Uh, and well, it's he, not even that he's um anyway. I can make a list of, of traits I think that guy would follow, and Donald Trump really. Um, deep down would never get because usually rural people are good at, at spotting certain cons also anyway whatever they believe donald trump is genuine and you know i i kind of do too um yeah. does he does he have anything that he can relate to these people with i don't know but paul he must have something because he went to bemidji trump went to well first he went to bemidji you have to understand there's never been a, i don't know if i mean i'm sure it's happened but never in my lifetime as far as i know or the last 50 years, there's been a, a U.S. president that's traveled north of the Twin Cities. Yeah. Maybe maybe Duluth, maybe Duluth. So to have Trump go to Bemidji. That's just good, a, good campaign. It's like, a town of 15,000 people in, the, in central, north central Minnesota. Like nobody goes there. Nobody knows where that is outside of the area. Mm-hmm. And he went there and he got enormous. Like, I don't think there's, <laughs> there may have never been a larger crowd of people in that area ever. You know, look, I don't know. But I'll say it, this. I'll say this, and and you can disagree, and whoever's what, whatever. What I think that people tapped into, what they connected with, with Donald Trump, the rural man and woman, and Donald Trump. I think it is that they sensed a sincerity and a genuineness in him. But what I think the problem is is that they didn't translate what that sincerity and genuineness is. Mm. I think they think he's the dude who's there to rescue them. A guy who'll talk who'll talk shit to anybody who doesn't listen to who doesn't listen, who doesn't follow the traditional norms. They like I think they love that. Okay, let let me rewind and then start. I think they identified with the rebellious nature of that he has. Yep. But where I think the mistake, I think the mistake, I believe the mistake is, is that they saw the rebellious nature, which mm-hmm. I agree it's there. Mm-hmm. And they thought that equaled that, that because he was rebelling and saying he's for them, that his, his intention was to help them. And I think where the past splits for me and, and rural people is I think it was always about him. Mm. It was, they were pawns, people were mm-hmm. pawns to give him power. He didn't get power to help the people. That's how I see it. Cause he seems like a, he's a grifting con man in my eyes. And he always has been. And anybody you talk to who's out of his sphere, that's what they say. I was listening to Michael Cohen on CNN, and I, I know that you know people write books, they want to you know be on TV and sell books. But this dude was with them since 2007 and saw all the things, and he's just speaking his mind. And um, anyway, anybody, no, anybody who's left his orbit has the same story. 
Donald Trump is about Donald Trump and he'll use anybody and abuse anybody. So that's where I think the disconnect was. If that, did that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it does. It does. I think that's a very fair uh, conclusion. I tend to lean more toward mm. him being genuine, but him not being very competent or yeah. him not being very good at being a leader because he didn't do a good job of, you know, the, the, the basics of being a good manager, right? You're going to surround yourself with people that are very good. You're going to uh, empower them. You're going to bring people together during tough times. And he was so conflict. He was so divisive and mean and um, didn't, wasn't able to follow through with a lot of the things he wanted to do. He did some things, but a lot of the things he didn't do. And um, I, I don't think I, I wish they, I wish people who really love Trump would wake up to that. Like he, he said all the right things, but he didn't do the things. Like he wasn't the guy you thought he was. And I actually I say that to Rob and Becky, that, that that's not in the movie, but I say, I think he meant well, but he just wasn't the guy you thought he was. And they disagree and okay. Um, and now I think they're just gonna keep flying the flags as a symbol, mm. as a symbol. This was our last chance. Becky's um, got Be Be Becky's got a a Harris twenty twenty four tattoo like in a conspicuous <laughs> place. That's why she don't want to get close to him. Oh uh, yeah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but hey, okay. So so th this pod, I mean, it's, it's been a lot of fun. But we're at we, we've been going for a minute, so we probably need to wrap it up. True, true, yeah, true. I was gonna right. say if Becky does have a Harris tattoo, then that's the follow up video. There you go. Yeah, it's doing pretty well. I hope. I hope it keeps doing well. It's got over a thousand views in a day or two days. And, you know, people. for our humble channel, that's, that's a good start. And that's like the wall started with fewer than that. Mm -hmm. And it just kept picking up steam and now it's got 630,000 views or something. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope that this, that this video can keep going. It's timely. Um, they, they pour their hearts out and I got to give yeah. them credit. Like they said things that they know people are going to hate them for. Mm -hmm. um, and they did it and they did it twice. And that was after they realized what they said in the first interviews were wrong. So that they allowed me to come back and do it again. And I was surprised. I thought they were gonna hang up on me, but they were very second, open. I wanted to talk about that second couple, but I had, I need to watch it again and look, cause there, there's a whole lot going on with those two. That's an interview. Yeah. And, and especially with the kids and just the school, she's, it's just, there's a lot to process and I, I don't have it. My brain's still crunching the numbers, so. I agree, Rob and Becky are more, maybe what you would consider what you would yeah. think of more more mm. more more run of the mill unless you think becky is some covert democrat mm. um she is now but, but yeah matt and stacy were were different they were they were you were younger they were they they i don't know they, they were really intelligent um you know seem to have a great family the family uh, like but the religious part the church we don't need the church part when that part comes through in the second interview about the church i thought okay, that's what I wish that there would like, I wish you, you would have, like, I was curious about more. I don't know. I'd love for you to do another video with them. And maybe we should have included more of that in the first interview with them because the first interview with them, they talked about the church and what got them. See, they, she wasn't a big Trump supporter until the COVID. And the dude, I've been okay. Maybe we'll continue this on the, on the next week. Cause I've been thinking about the whole mask the mask, the that's people what who draw it. a line at the masks, that's I what started not it. Under, I had I was running the other day and I had a whole long idea about 
mask and extrapolated it into into something. Were you wearing a mask while you were running? No, because I no, and I have been vaccinated. When I'm outside, I do not wear a mask. I wear uh, a mask inside because of social norms. There's a certain yeah. thing we just do because yeah. society as a whole needs to do it, you know. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that not everything we do is functional. Yeah. Right. right. Not everything we do has to be. Yeah functional sometimes it's just what we do like i don't anyway yeah next time next time it's all good it's all yeah. good and plus i'm so tired i, I look keep seeing my reflection <laughs> <It's so dark. laughs> These videos have worn me down it's self-conscious yeah but you know whatever uh, i'll give just so a call she'll pick up your spirits what's that just <laughs> so a call she'll pick up your spirits dude. oh she'll give me a good reading yeah yeah but, man Okay, well, I think I think that's gonna wrap it up. So we'll just uh, we'll call this one good, and and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Okay, sounds good, man. Okay, talk to you later, bot. Let's see ya. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? We don't have to hang up. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> true, true. I may leave that in. Just I may fade out of this right now because I'm nice. So people know yeah. that we're talking afterward. Yeah, actually, no, I'm gonna hit stop on the recording distance. <laughs>